Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Jason Byrne and welcome to the first episode of Mind Your Loaf, a brand new podcast in which I'll be talking about mental health. And not just me, I'm joined by my good friend Mark Cusack. Hi, everybody. Hello, Mark. Thank you for coming over to talk to us about all this. Yeah, my pleasure. I mean, we kind of had, had this idea, like me and me and Mark always have these deep chats, you know, over the over the nights that go on and everything and a bit of dinner and a bit of whatever. And then we just thought, you know, wait, let's do a bit of a podcast here. Yeah, well, I think we're both really kind of curious and interested in mm. people and mental health, really. Yeah, so, and you know, and, and and that's what it's about. I mean, it, mind you, it's it's a podcast. Well, I, well, you and me, but we'll, we've all developed with an Irish charity called. It's called Turn to Me. Okay, that's the charity, and that's the website. Turn to Me. Ie, and it's a fantastic service provider uh, for professional medical sport online. Every week, we're just ta- we're just we're bringing on guests. We're talking about different things. We're always going to be talking about mental health, even though it's a big, massive umbrella. You know, I, um, I don't even like saying that all the time. Like it's mental health. You've got to keep, you gotta keep your health. It's keep like your being health. alive. Yeah. Isn't it? We're yeah. just talking just about life. The art of being alive. Yeah. We're not preaching. Nope. Because God love us. Do we know the Irish people don't like that? No. If, even if for one second, if we go, do you know what you should do? You're just going to hear all of everything being switched off. Yeah. I was going to say the radios <laughs> being switched off. The wirelesses. The wireless. <laughs> which my dad has in his shed. So, so this is like almost like therapy for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, That's what it's like. It I've, been, so. I've been in therapy and now I'm going to, and now I'm expanding my therapy on the airwaves with you and the guests who I am insisting help me for free. And if anybody's <laughs> listening in and they go, oh my God, that's me as well. It's free for you as well. And you can go on the Turn To Me website. Which, by the way, is also free. Is it? Yes. I mean, I knew that. Yeah. Well, well done. Turn I- To Me, a professional, confidential, anonymous um, mental health, online mental health support available to everybody in Ireland. Yeah, but they're already reading that because we're on there now. <laughs> no, but seriously, it is free. Yeah. Just like me being here for you, Jason, is also free. Well, yeah. you can buy me a glass of wine after. Yeah, I'll get you a glass of wine or some okay. spaghetti or something. But look, I mean, the thing is, another main fault in my type of life. But again, I got to say that with the therapy I've been doing, it has been helping me, right? Okay. Yeah. So, and they also say it's kind of ingrained in you as well. Uh, I... I used to think and, and this is how my brain used to go was that you know I used to blame other people for stuff that happened to me yeah. all the time do you know what I mean yeah. and I think that and that could be like with career choices and holidays or anything I'd be going oh that wasn't my fault that's because they told me to go there 
yeah. or that wasn't my fault because and I think that's, it can come from your past so like if you know I remember like you know slipping on the kitchen floor and then my mum coming in and going well that's your own fault yeah. <laughs> right and me going that's not my fault that's your fault it was obviously her fault because it was something on the floor that she, she spilled and just left there but I, I slipped on it and what does the word fault mean to you? Yeah, you, you see, this is, and this is yeah. very much a, probably a bad word to use. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's very... Fault is real kind of, now, there you go. Put that in your pocket. It's like this, you've got your finger now. wagging. Out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you did that. Yeah, you did you're that. Not, you're no good. You're rubbish. It's all your fault. And we, we want to kind of, we don't want to take responsibility. Like, no, well, it's not my fault. Yeah. So I didn't do anything, but I'm not bad. And it could be coming from our religion as well, yeah. the way we're brought up with the Catholic Church. Because we're afraid to be, inverted commas, bad, bold, etc., etc. Yeah, so everything's our fault. So, but and we're then, trying and, not to make it our fault. And is it because that is ingrained in us, we then push it on and say, well, that, well that's, that thing that happened to me, that's not my fault, that's blah, blah, blah. And when I say that, let's say I chose to not do a particular TV show on the telly and then the TV show does really well. Yeah. And I go, oh, that wasn't really my fault, you know what I mean? Uh, Whose fault was uh, it? My agent. Oh, you know, she shouldn't have said that. Like, you know, maybe you shouldn't do this, or like, and, and then I go, "Well, that's well, that's that's her fault. She should have told me to do it." Yeah, it's like poor little me. Yeah, you know, people are just messing me around all the time. But now I'm realizing that you know, it's you know the 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 fault or the choices I make now. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've, so you're I, changing your words now from fault to what? To, I think they're choices, aren't they? Well, I would say responsibility, because now you're saying that okay, if I'm if I'm not saying if I'm not blaming everybody else, so I'm not being a victim. Well, then that means I'm taking responsibility for the actions that I do. Yeah, which is a big step. Yeah, and was it is. a big step for me. Absolutely. Where I actually realised and went, oh, hang on, that's everything I did is my fault. Yeah. Every, all those things, all those choices I made, I made. But again, your fault or your responsibility? Well, I'm thinking about them as the same thing. Do you, are they really though? I think responsibility is a much more empowering word than fault. Fault is wagging your finger your mother giving out to you mm. which probably is that in your head from your as you said your, yeah. your, as I say in Ireland I don't think we have upbringings we have downbringings do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's you know really yeah. you know the finger is out you're bad yeah, your yeah. mother's telling you bad God's telling you bad you know everybody's just we're rubbish just, we're born bad no, we're, and nobody's brilliant get worse. you're all crap oh yeah you can't like parents can't big up their children that you just didn't do that yeah. to, you know keep yourselves down but I, I just think if you change that word right now it's not my fault to like, oh, I have power. It's my responsibility. Then you have to, we have to man up and woman up and make positive choices for ourselves because we do have them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I now know that the choices I make and, and I've been very conscious of making them like over the past like two or three years now. How do you think you've gained that consciousness to well, make the choice? What I do is I listen to my gut now. Oh. Right. So my gut, I really feel like if people listen to our gut, and I've, I've spoken to actually a few entrepreneurs who are really like cool, really cool dudes who are definitely going to get in here. They're unbelievable. Okay. And they Take just notes. listen to their gut all day. Yeah. And they just go, oh, I had a gut feeling I should have done that or I have a gut feeling I shouldn't have done that. So you so, are now listening to your gut. Yeah. And How I'm trying, did you get there? I'm trying to talk about get, getting from blaming, blaming everybody else for my choices, yeah. blaming other people for my actions yeah. when I really should just be looking at myself and going, it's, it's all you, you did all that. Do you know what I mean? And I knew at the point all the time, uh, more or less, I'd say 80% of the time, the right decision when I didn't make it. Yeah, okay. And I really felt like, oh my God, this, this, this is not the right thing to do right now. But then and I, why weren't you listening to it? I went the it? easy way. Was it easier just to go with... It was easier just to go, like if people were pressurising me to do something and everything else, okay. I'd just go, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll just do it. And then it all just go away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it is about having a little bit of confidence to listen to your gut. Yeah. How do you think you've got that now? Therapy. 
Right. I can't keep. I can't I know. keep on emphasizing. What do you think about therapy? Well, the therapy is just le- it teaches you just to be more honest with yourself. Yeah. And that uh, you need to look after yourself. And in a way, therapy almost makes it safe enough for us to be honest with ourselves because it mm. just provides such a. I, I don't know uh, the conditions where we can just be okay to be ourselves. Yeah. Because we're accepted. You know, in therapy, we're just accepted as we are. Do you know? Yeah. So it's it's safe then to look at ourselves with all our flaws. We all have them. Did you get that feeling? Like where it's, yeah. it's okay if I'm not perfect. It's okay if I mess up every now and again. It's okay. Yeah, I was told in therapy that I was a really nice man that might have some flaws. Some. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so basically what I'm trying to say, which people are still listening and going, what is he trying to say? Is he trying to talk about choices or is he trying to talk about falls or is he trying to talk about using your gut feeling? I just mean that, you know, it's 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 sometimes on your doorstep the, the choices that you make. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then sometimes it's not. So it's kind of like owning your own life. Yes, exactly. And how and and in order to own anything, you have to have a sense of responsibility, don't you? Yeah. And a maturity. So how do we get there? We're saying therapy. You can go through therapy or just learning to be okay with yourself. Hmm. And that can be from, you know, talking to other people, it can be from reading books, it can be from you know, but I do think we all have to have take a little bit of responsibility for consciously thinking about how we're thinking and thinking about how we are engaging with our life and taking responsibility because there's power. Sorry, there's we have freedom, a lot of freedom in our life, but with that comes responsibility. So, uh, Mara, this this week we're going to be well, this episode we're going to be hitting happiness. Yeah. You know, like basically we have a guy coming in, right? It's, uh, um, I read a book called Shine and he is the co-author with Gavin Oates and he's a doctor of happiness. Can you remember like your happiest moments when you were a kid? Oh yeah, we'd be here all day. Like I love school. Okay. I had a great time in school. I had loads, okay. loads of mates. But because I lived in Ballantyre on a road with loads of children. Right. And so we just all an extension went, of the road, like playing on the road. Just we all went to primary school together. We all went up to secondary school together. So it was together. like connection, camaraderie, yeah. friendship. No, and we had very little uh, kind of trouble off anybody. There was yeah. never anybody really bullying anybody. Right. And because um, we all knew each other. So that was nice. But that was, yeah, that was, I mean, I'm, I suppose it's, it's, it's about being happy as an adult now. Because yeah. it's more, isn't it more difficult? Do you think? Well, yeah, because there's no bills when you're a kid and there's no mortgages and there's no, you're not trying to raise a kid and, you know, there's there's no jobs. There's nothing. It's, mm-hmm. it's so, it must, is happiness a sense of freedom then in your head? Is that what that is? Is it like, it, because when I was, whenever I'm happy now or when I was happy then, I, I'm I'm free of most things. Yeah, so it's freedom from stress or freedom from worry. Would you say that's what happiness is? Yeah, so I'd be a major worrier. Right. What do you mean? I, I sometimes just can't sleep. I worry so much. Mm-hmm. And I'd be worrying about, I'd be creating stuff that's not happening all the time. Okay. Uh, I would go to sleep and I would think of my children or my mother or anybody and i play out their life for the next day and i just worry like that kind of way. Do you know what I mean? But I never worried like that when I was a kid. And you, maybe you have a different view of, do you have a different way of being happy? I... I have become much better at gra- not grasping, but like acknowledging or being in the moment when I'm happy. So I oh, love hard. when I'm out walking in the mountains oh, and, yeah. you know, it's just me. Well, a friend is with me, a little it's rucksack not, or it's something. Only, you're normally on your own, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. The teddy bear in the rucksack doesn't count, does it? Friend. It does. But and then, you know, 
toiling all day, climbing, 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 and then coming down off the mountain and then going for a pint. And having oh, t- yeah. Do you know that kind of thing? Just the More simplicity. Simple. It's really simple. Yeah. That's really happy. Or do you know like a bout of uncontrollable laughter um, at lunchtime in the staff room or you know what I mean? Just something. Yeah. It's just those little moments where you're just fe- and again I do think it's connecting in with yourself or another or an experience. Oh my God. You've just, yeah and you just remind you of because my dad who's quite a, he's a professional moan he's quite good <laughs> but he's quite happy moaning and he's quite happy right. in, his, in his moaning. Yeah. I can see him. Do you know what I mean? With his fags and his whiskey sitting in the chair. Can you imagine if Dr. Moan was talking to Dr. Happy? Oh my God, my dad would be Dr. Moan talking talk I mean. to Andy Cope, the poor fella. Yeah. But my dad, I, remember, I remember watching my dad and uncro- like crying, laughing, right? And it was, uh, we were, for some reason, he was watching a Carry On movie, right? I was, I was very young. And it was uh, Windsor Davis, who was the guy with the moustache. You oh, can yeah, all look yeah. him up. You just throw it out all the time, like this. <laughs> and uh, it was Carry On Camping, I remember. I was just sitting there watching my dad. And he would, they were playing with a beach ball and the beach ball went, they were playing with it, they'd thrown to each other and then it went kind of over to the left and it went over on your man's bonfire that he was like the local guy working on the campsite. Yeah, but this is what <laughs> happens. So he's working on the, on the bonfire and that's and that's where his, uh, the beach ball went. Yeah. And then Winsor Davis went over and he says, <coughs> um, oh, sorry, excuse me, my ball is on your fire. And your man says, well, don't stand so close. And me dad lost it. <laughs> he absolutely lost it. And he just, he was on his knees. So online we have uh, Andy Cope. Hello, Andy. Hello, mate. Dr. Andy Cope, thank you. Oh, yeah, sorry. On, oh, yeah. yeah. Who is there, there the only go. doctor, the only doctor of happiness in Britain. Is that right? It is, mate. Well, I'm very proud, mate. A little embarrassed, actually, but also very proud to be the UK's one and only doctor of happiness. I want to share some secrets of happiness with you, because I've spent 15 years, mate, researching at Loughborough Uni, we're getting a doctorate in happiness. I've got a PhD in human flourishing. So I think oh, we wow. could share some of that with your listeners today. Human flourishing. I love that. That's flourishing. Uh, fl- flourishing. Can I just say a little bit more hmm. on that? Because I'm so excited by it, right? Because we all know, we all know, it's blatant obvious that when you're happy, that's good for you. But yes. everybody can think of just maybe just a handful of people in your life, no more than a handful, who, who they make you feel good as well. So I describe flourishing in my research is when your happiness is bigger than you and it leaks out of you and creates upward spirals of emotion in the people around you. And they are the people that I've been seeking out and finding out who, who the heck are they because we don't know about anything about them because they're not ill. Secondly, yeah. what are they doing that allows them to feel so amazing? And thirdly is what can we then learn from them that we can then do so that we can feel amazing as well. So it's kind of obvious, but nobody's ever done it before. Are they just ordinary people? Or are they like in certain fields? Or are these uh, dudes and women just no, walking mate, around? There's <laughs> there do you just walk people. up to people with smiles and go, that's the one I'm picking, you? <laughs> well, <laughs> you can be too happy, actually, by the way. You can, I call them yeah. grinagogues. A grinagog is <laughs> an old English word. Like a grinagog yes, is when somebody's so happy you want to punch their lights out. So you can overdo it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't want to be a grinagog, but I, it's about being, uh, to be fair, to be absolutely brutally kind of fair with you, it's about being a slightly better upgraded version of yourself. So all of us, have, uh, most people are a million miles away from feeling as great as they could. Human beings are quite, uh, quite negative. We have what's called a negativity bias, which means we're really good at spotting things that have gone badly and worrying about things. That's our natural disposition. So what you find is these people who are flourishing, they live in the same world. They've got the same issues. It rains on them as well. They get stuck in traffic, but they have mental strategies and ways of thinking 
Um, so the difference isn't in where they live or the environmental, environmental factors. It's what's going on between their ears. Mm. And is that the way they're brought up, or is there as I said, like where are they getting that from? Are they uh, born partly, like that? It can be, yeah. It, well, it, it's that's a great question, mate, because it does it depend a little bit on your parenting and your grandparenting. You have a better chance of being one of these happy, upbeat, flourishing people if you've been brought up with positive parents. But actually, what I looked at in my research was some some really positive people have got really negative parents, and they're positive as a result of not wanting to be like their parents. If you you know, I, I don't want to ask any personal questions here, but my, my no, father in I definitely have a smell of that, Andy, right? Yes. Yeah, because my dad is a professional miserable bollocks. He's brilliant <laughs> at it, right? And me mam is she's an ex-ballroom dancer. She's, she's all smiley and kind of tries to pirouette around the house. But we were brought up on, yeah, complete another kind of misery. Well, you could have like, gone either way, mate. You could have gone either yeah. way by the sounds so of you. I, so you're, I do exactly what you say. Is I've, I've seen me dad and all and go, oh my God, I can't end up like that. But <laughs> because I was brought up like that, I do have a hint of it in me. Do you know what I mean? I'll feel misery coming over me going, oh, here, I just can't be yeah. I can't be arsed today. Do you know what I mean? That's just terrible. And that's, I can hear me dad talking. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, but well, yeah, there you but go. So, well, I think everybody's got this positivity built into them, but actually sometimes it's dormant. And some people go their entire life without tapping into this sort of inner child, if you like. Because when you were three years old, well, you look at three-year-old, they're not in therapy. They've not got problems, <laughs> have they? They've not learned to think negatively yet. It's only something that happens in, in childhood and, and teenagehood where we, we forget. We forget to shine, mate. It's almost as simple as that. Yeah, and that brings—I mean—that also brings us onto your book, Shine, which you uh, co-wrote with Gavin Oates. And I just this book, oh my god, I love it, Andy. Do you know what I mean? It's just the best thing ever. Like you're basically trying to teach how people to shine in their lives, you know. And I've, I've even—I just opened the book right there, and I've just read: happy, energetic people consciously choose to be positive. Do you know yeah, what I, mean? I love that. Well- well, here we go. You see, I've got a PhD, mate. It took me 12 years to find out what I already knew 12 years ago. (laughs) 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 And it's quite a nuanced academic point, right? So get this, you can't choose to be happy, all right? So happiness is in it, because there's a lot of Twitter stuff going, oh, choose to be happy. And you actually can't. Happiness is an emotion that you can open up to. So you can do certain things that will allow more happiness into your life, but you can't choose happiness. But positivity is not an emotion, right? It is an attitude. And therefore, positivity is something that you can work on. And the biggest single thing that comes out of my research is that these really happy people have actually chosen to have a positive attitude. So it doesn't mean that shit doesn't happen to them, but they deal with it in a different way. And it's it's all linked in with resilience um, and and, um, what I call it bounce back ability. You know, life is going to deal you at some point in your life a right crock of shit. Right. And everybody at some point in their life is going to be broken and in pieces. But positive psychology says that's perfectly okay. You know, it's not happy, clappy land, but actually putting yourself back together and getting on your feet a bit quicker if you just knew how. And it's we'll come back to these strategies that you can learn. Deadly simple mm. stuff. In fact, in China, we don't call it personal development. We call it personal remembering. It's like, oh, you know cool. what, we already know this stuff, but it, it's been dormant in us for too many years. Well, I mean, oh God, I mean, the whole thing, I mean, are you saying like, for example, let's say if it's uh, raining out, I, I'll go, oh my God, it's raining. But somebody else will go, oh, brilliant, the, the flowers in the garden will get wet. <laughs> well, it, it, is, I mean, at a very wet. simple level, that's basically it, mate. That's the what difference. simple level, Andy? I studied that <laughs> for four years. <laughs> 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 that 
took me ages yeah. to learn that. But, well, it, but that's just like trying to take can... the positive yeah, out of uh, even a negative, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think it's, it's Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar says, oh, you know, are you in a right state or the right state? And, and I think that's quite clever because we're all talking ourselves into getting into the wrong state. We're all, you know, in the modern world, you just flick the news on, mate. Australia's on fire. There's plagues of locusts in Africa currently. The Chinese are bringing flu over here. It's like the bloody apocalypse. So what <laughs> happens is, what happens is, is we're getting really angry and, and, and irate about the environment around us. But, and it's quite, I think in 400 years when we're dead and gone, right, there's going to be yeah. historical programs, news programs, they're going to, documentaries, going to look back at 2019, 2020, 2021. And we're going to be labelled the angry years. You know, I don't know what it's like over your side of the water, but over here, Brexit and Trump, and we're looking at the news and shouting at the newsreaders and getting apoplectic with rage. And I just say, in, in terms of choices, mate, you can look around and join in with that, yeah. or you can actually choose to be different to that. And I've chosen different. I've learned from my happy people, and I've taken their medicine. Well, in a way, that's really weird, because the Irish people would be delighted to see that, because they'd be going, Jesus, I was right. <laughs> the misery. We quite love, we, they quite, it's, it's not weird that some people here in Ireland, I mean, definitely they enjoy. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bit of misery now and again. Absolutely. I think my dad would rather bad news than good news sometimes. He gets a tingle in his pants, even though it doesn't really move much at all. But if it's a bit of misery, he goes, lovely, that's terrible. I have that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Lovely, that's terrible. But the thing is that you were saying about like uh, the 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 stuff that we make up, like fake stress you have in the book as well about Monday being a being a shit day. Like that's that's our fault, isn't it? I mean, we did that. Well, well, who says? Who says you spend a seventh of your entire life on Mondays, right? 
and, and there's a massive chunk of your life that most people have got what I call irritable bastard syndrome, right? which means that essentially, <laughs> essentially, you look round, nobody else likes Monday, so your lazy thinking means, well, I'll just join in with everybody else. A seventh of your entire life is written off because it's called Monday. And Mondays and Fridays, are, uh, what if, what if they're completely neutral? Right, so you spend a seventh of your life on Monday and a seventh on Friday. They're completely neutral, and Mondays have only become bad because of how we've learned to think about them. All right, so just look around. Have you seen the movie Sixth Sense? Right, yeah. That's a, it's, a, it's a spooky movie. It's a bit scary, a bit chilling. There's a very disturbed little boy. It's a Bruce Willis movie. Little boy, all teary-eyed, looks at Bruce Willis and says, "I see dead people." I'm like, blimey, I'm seeing them as well on a Monday morning. I've just come back from, I've just come back from London, mate. There's a lot of people with a pulse, but no, not much. They're not alive. They're yeah. not properly so, engaged with life. So can you imagine everybody on the tube? Because I've been on the tube on the Monday morning. They're all squashed together and they all look miserable. Just like, wouldn't it be great if like, they, if they all smiled on the tube, that tube wouldn't be squashy and miserable. They'd be like, going, oh, I can't wait to get in the happy but tube. But it still would be squashy and miserable, but they, were, they wouldn't be feeling miserable. No. So they'd be basically going, oh, God, this is great crack. We're going, we're going a through, ha- like, we're going a, through a tunnel carriage. tube. Could have a happy yeah. carriage, couldn't you? Just one. A happy carriage. Just one. Yeah. The happy oh people could and just you can go choose in, to go in into it or not. Do you know what? Even, even passports, mate, even passports. I, my passport got rejected the other day because it had a slight smile on the photo and they wouldn't take it. Just <laughs> a slight inkling of a, just my lips turned up just a smidge and it was too much for the British passport office. So they sent it back. We want a miserable picture. Yeah. So it's think if you work on passport control, your job is to look mm. at miserable pictures of miserable people coming through into your country. Oh my gosh, why can't we have a big grin on your passport? Why can't we change the law and say everybody on their passport has to have a big smile? And why are people a little bit against being happy? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with them? Why are they like that? Well, it's a bit weird, aren't they? The the thing with happiness is people think you're on something or they think you're faking it. Happiness is in short supply, mate. It is such a rare thing. Now, genuine, I mean, I'm not talking about leaping around like a dick. I'm talking about being genuinely upbeat, positive, with a smile on your face and a spring in your step, people it kind of, it's like, what are you on? What are you so happy about? It's almost like in the mood hoovers, the mood hoovers, mate, is the opposite end of that. They're the ones yeah. like your dad who try and suck all happiness out of you. And it becomes a competition, doesn't it? See, so you can, you're trying to stay yeah. positive. Your dad phones you and you see his name and you think, do you know what? I can't take that. It's going to go to voicemail because I know if I take that call, he's going to rip all the happiness out of my soul. Yeah, because I'm one of the famous quotes that my dad was I was training for a marathon uh, doing it for charity and, he, and I, I said oh dad I'm doing this like you know wanting the oh my god well done son that's brilliant oh you have a great day in New York he went yeah a lot of people drop dead from that <laughs> <laughs> let's go with Jesus Christ okay <laughs> so now he's never going to go oh brilliant do you know what I mean and that's why and they put on and people like that they put the television on and are dying like they will watch an hour's programme that they hate and then go oh that was the biggest load of shit I've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah, exactly. and they have yeah. a controller in their hand so is that what you're saying people who are kind of miserable they do have a kind of imaginary controller in their hand and they could actually change that channel and just go Mate, and change the it, channel that's a great metaphor yeah. dude because you're absolutely right. I th- you know, you wanted this to be about choices. You've got choices about, yeah. I think we're all busy, but we're busy doing the wrong things. We're busy doing things that are making us unhappy. Um, and I think, you know, you're watching too much news. That's one of the things I looked at in my research, again, is, is consumption of news. 
and my happy people, they, they watch enough news so they know who we're at war with and, and what's going on generally, but they don't sit marinating themselves in the <laughs> fucking hot spots of crapness from around the world that are piped into your living room 24-7, shouting at it. You don't have to do that. You've got choices. So there's an off button. <laughs> I know, and I love, I love the way you call it. Uh, in Shine, there's the Eeyores, you know, ref- the Eeyores, the reference yeah. to uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, the well, I mean, oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. The, well, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to kind of belittle genuine um, mental ill health because that's a well, genuine Andy, that's problem. something I wanted to actually interject. Um, just first of all, when you were studying, how did you define happiness initially? So oh, just like being upbeat. That's a deep one, isn't it? Do you know what? I, yeah. It took me twelve years to get my PhD, and and I still at the end of it haven't really defined happiness. The thing yeah. about happiness is it's like on a continuum from. Yeah. There's, there's contentment at one end, quiet contentment with who you are, all the way along to like, woohoo, leaping around like Tigger at the other end. That happiness is all of those things. And I always think that this quiet contentment um, is a nice, is the best way. Because you can't yeah. sustain woohoo every day, otherwise exactly. you're going to... You're going to be exhausted. It's okay to do occasionally, but I think on that continuum, if you can stop chasing more stuff, I don't need more stuff, I'm, I'm, and that's, that's contempt. And I think that's quite a deep one, and it's a one that most people would have if they just stopped and thought about it. But we're in pursuit, relentless pursuit of more materialism and more yeah. beer and more plastic surgery and more foreign holidays that we think are going to make us happy. But ultimately, they might be hedonistic quick wins, but they're not going to they're not going to give you contentment. So in, in contentment, there's a, um, an element of acceptance of where you are, what you have. Everything's yeah, okay, isn't it, there? but it's, it's a lovely place to find, it's a lovely place to be. Yeah. And I, there's a lot of mindfulness, I think. Mindfulness is kind of a big yeah. deal here. Is that I've, I'm a yeah. lot more content than I used to be because I've learned that all I've ever got is the present moment. And without getting yeah. too deep with this, you know, I, I often tell audiences that, you know, you've got 4,000 weeks. That's your lifespan, 4,000 weeks, take it or leave it. And if you announce okay. that to kids in a primary school, they leap around and go, oh, that's the best news ever. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's that's nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you announce it to a corporate audience and they're like, shit, really? That's not a very big number. I've used yeah. a few. But, uh, but, but, then, but then later on, I'll come back. Well, actually, you haven't got 4,000 weeks. That was a lie. All you've got is now. All yeah. you've ever got, your entire life has lived in the present moment. And, yeah. and what the modern world is very good at, and deadly serious now, right? What the modern world is very good at is making you impatient and pissed off with this moment because there might yeah. be a better moment uh, in the future. It's so wanting you, you more. Rush through, yeah. You rush through the moment to try and get somewhere else. And what mindfulness does for me is makes me realize there is no other moment. All I've got mm. is the present moment. So I need to fall in love with it. And if I can find a way of doing that, then I've fallen in love with life itself, which is a bit kind of deep, but it's very, very helpful but it's it means, life, it puts Andy, you in the isn't moment it? More often. Yeah, because I, I just think that sometimes if we're talking about, oh, I'm studying happy people, some people might think, well, you know, they had a really easy life. They didn't have death or grief or divorce or whatever in their childhood or, you know, if, or adverse childhoods. It's, well, it's okay uh, for them, you know. Uh, well, Whereas can if I correct saying, you on that? Can I correct yeah, you on that? Having done, you do. know, 12 years of research, these happy people have had enough shit in their life, I'm telling Have you, they? right? Let me give you yeah. an example. One of, the, one of these happy people that I interviewed, um, mm. she, she just had a double mastectomy, all right, and being very close mm. to death. Had both her breasts removed, and she had cited that as the reason that she was happy in terms of, I'm still here, right? I've got yeah. another right. chance. So yeah. she's had the most terrible, she's used the most terrible trauma ever in her life 
to springboard her into being happier. And um, quite often, in terms of therapy, we hear about PTSD, post-traumatic yeah. stress disorder. But what we hardly ever hear about is post-traumatic growth, where some yeah, terrible thing has true. happened to you and you've come out of that stronger. And that's, once again, one of the characteristics of, of, of my, um, my two percenters, as I call them. When you put them on a graph, the two percent at the top of the graph who psychology has never studied before. So, but they have had significant trauma, believe you me. Yeah. So it's kind of like what you say that, you know, if you're so in those moments when you are, when you have shit in your life kind of thing, it's really like it's those moments that shock us into this is what I've got. This, you know, it, yeah. it makes us no, know that's what's exactly important. It's, it's a shock factor, isn't it? It's like, you yeah. know what, I, maybe I'm, I'm, I've given, been given another chance here. What it realises is the value of life, essentially. Exactly. Um, oh, gratitude. And, and these people must be able to just box off a lot of their problems. Is that what they're well, doing? Do you know what I mean? Uh, um, you know, like, because you were saying with the mastectomy, that's cancer. She's going, right, that happened. That's, that's gone. That goes over there. And now I know I've got a second chance at life. Let's just go. And I won't, I won't dwell on the fact that I had yeah, cancer. Yes, they don't dwell on it. Rumination, that's another one that Marie mm. will be uh, familiar with. Rumination is when you're overanalyzing it and going over and over and over in your thoughts about bad stuff that's happened or is happening. And what yeah. you can do is get lost up in your head with, with all the shite. And I think I, I, I never know, you know, if I had something horrible health-wise happen to me, whether I would be positive or negative, I don't know. But, I mean, there's so much research out there that shows that actually having that positive attitude is probably the key to her still being alive because your Absolutely, recovery yeah. rates are so much better. And, you know, so, so, so my 2% of my happy people, they do occasionally get ill, but my gosh, not for very long because they bounce back ever so quick. So it's linked, your mental health and your physical health are linked together as well. So there's so many benefits in positive psychology. Um, yeah, and, and I think it's, it's really a little known subject. Yeah, it's heartening to know as well that happiness isn't just the preserve of people who've had, uh, you know, a straightforward, uncomplicated, untraumatic past. It is actually something that we all have access to within us. As you said, it's in us, it's dormant, but we, we can... Yeah, it's called, uh, there's a lady who calls it um, uh, ordinary magic. Okay. It's right. Anne Maston, I think. Anne Maston, ordinary magic. Yeah. And by ordinary magic, I think what she means is this human inbuilt resilience to bounce mm -hmm. back. So time, yeah. time will heal you eventually. So everybody's allowed to have bad times and everybody will have bad times and, yeah. and somebody you love will die and your relationship will end and you might lose your perfect job. And it's perfectly okay to have a really down time and, and to feel really bad for, for a couple of weeks. But ordinary magic means that a human being has got an inbuilt sort of mechanism that will spring you back. It's your set point, your happiness set point, really. Um, so it, it, over time, things will improve, I promise. I know, but how, I mean, and there's a lot of people listening and going, oh, I'll never get there. I'm t I, I, I am, you know, definitely just a miserable shit. There's no way I'll ever get out of that. Is, is, is it just about trying to do, like, you know, little steps at a time? Try, like, for me, for example, like the way I was brought up, like I get in the car, miserable traffic, there's the rain. Oh, my God, I've got a gig tonight. Oh, no, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it, it's very, I have to really, really think and go, okay, hang on. There's loads of people coming to see me tonight. I cannot wait to do the gig. It doesn't matter if it's raining. I'll get there when I get there. But I have to really stop and think. It's yeah. just yeah. not a natural well, thing for me. Well, yeah. no, that's well said, mate. And because, to be fair, you know, why, why are there only these two percenters that I talk about? There's these rare people. 
who are really positive and upbeat and, and most other people are generally negative is because it's really easy to be negative. It doesn't take any effort for your brain to go to catastrophize yeah. to, uh, and, and to go into panic mode and to overthink things. And you just te- you've just taken me through a beautiful cognitive behavioral therapy thing where you've rethought how you think. And that's essentially what my happy people do is they've just got those different mental strategies. It brings us full circle back there is that they, they're late for their gig as well, but they're telling themselves a different story. And, and all those problems you just said in that wonderful monologue there is entirely <laughs> created through your thinking. Yeah. I, yeah. It's all me. Definitely me just doing that. Do you know what I mean? And, and we were talking about earlier on about like making different choices and then me blaming other people on stuff that I just, that I did. That's, that's quite a, a thing in, in our lives over here. Like I go, oh, that's not my fault. That was their fault. And, you know, accepting your choices are, are, are your problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big one. I mean, I had a realisation, mate. Right, Let's finish with this. Right? I had this yeah. thing in Tesco's, in a supermarket in England, seven years ago. I had this overwhelming kind of epiphany, if you like, that you're supposed to have in church. Mine was in Tesco's. It's my, <laughs> my moment was, is I realised that wherever I go, I'm there. All right, and I hadn't really twigged nice. before. So what that meant, um, keep it simple. What that meant was, I'm standing in Tesco's, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually in Tesco's uh, in Leicester. And then I, <laughs> I, I got in my car, and I was driving home, going, oh my gosh, I'm actually, I am in my car driving home. And I got home in my kitchen, putting my groceries away. Oh my gosh, I'm actually at home in my kitchen, <laughs> putting my groceries away. <laughs> and today I've been in London. I'm going, oh my gosh, I'm actually in the big city of London. So my point, <laughs> my brilliant. point is this, mate. My point is this. I think it's a really big point. Is that yeah. I can't get away from me, right? I am trapped with me for those four thousand weeks. Every single wow. second of that time, I'm trapped with me, and therefore it means this. What I've learned is this: if I can't get away from me, and you can't get away from you, then I may as well be trapped with a version of me that I'm proud of. I may as well be trapped with a version of me that's got some energy and some confidence and some passion and a bloody big smile on his face. And all those things, I didn't used to have them. I didn't used to have any of that. So what positive psychology for me has given me some strategies to do, the only thing I can do is, is be a better version of me. And that takes a little bit of effort, right? But what your brain does <laughs> gradually, the more you do it, it's like going to the gym, is, is, is it gradually it rewires your circuitry and you just become a more happy, positive person. But there oh is effort God. involved. There is effort involved, mate, right? You're stuck with you, Jace. And, you know, yeah. you can't get away. So you may as well upgrade. Yeah, upgrade. I am so going to, <laughs> I'm going to try that. And you know what I love? I, there's a sentence in your book here where it says, be the kind of person your dog thinks you are. Aww, <laughs> Which is I just, that. I love that set because like that's it. When you come home, your dog's going, "Oh my god, here's yeah. this brilliant person! Oh my god, you're brilliant! Oh my god, I've never seen that like it! Oh my god, I'm gonna jump on top of you! I'm gonna jump on top of you, and lick you! Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you! Oh my god, do you want to feed me now? Nah, feed me in an hour, feed me an hour, nah, feed me later. Doesn't matter. Oh my god, let's go for a walk. You don't want to go for a walk? Let's sit down. Woo. Oh my god, your dog is exactly like you, Jason. <laughs> Andy Cope, <laughs> thanks a million for bringing the, the shine and the brilliance to this podcast. You're a fantastic human. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay. I mean, I, okay. So, so hang on, Mar. God, when he started speaking, Jason, I actually turned into a cheater. I, I, I couldn't stop waving my hands. It, it, you know, at the beginning, hmm. he's just so enthusiastic and you kind of, I kind of believed, yeah, I started shining. Could you see it? Yeah, I definitely, I, I, I feel so much better after that after yeah. listening to him I mean we started off like talking about choices and, yeah. to, and it was a little bit in the mud but I knew that once the Doctor of Happiness came on 
<laughs> he was going to flip this around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he really did. And I, the one thing I'm going to take away from this, just for me, I don't know if you will, is that, yes, I do have to spend all this time with me. And yes, I'm definitely yeah. going to try my best now. To make that experience more positive. Yeah, because if I was looking at the outside at me, I'd go, nah, I don't know if I want to hang around with him all the time. But I'm going to make it sure. Well, I'm not that bad, but I mean, I'm de- I think that, yes, that's a really good starter point. Yeah, that we that we are with ourselves all the time. We don't want to say trapped, but we are with ourselves all the time. And that, that he said, it's effort and what was the other thing? It the, takes effort and practice. Yeah, like the gym. Going to the gym. You yeah. got, you got, I mean, the first couple of days is going to be sore. So you just have then to you engage. Again, then yeah. You, yeah. Same with running. You do a little kilometre, exactly. walk, run, then a bit more. So we can't just more, expect this to happen. You know, we do have to make an effort. But I, again, I just think it's so important that people say, to people realise we all have access to this. It's in us. We're born happy. Mm. You know, and we just get conditioned or fucking, you know, yeah. distracted away from it. But we all, are, we are shining inside if we just mm. go in there. We have a shine. Well, I love, the. I think a, a really easy one to start with was the one he was saying was like, oh my God, I'm in Tesco's. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm in my house. Yeah. Oh my God, look at the, and then, and then <laughs> yeah. what I said be the type of person that your dog yeah. thinks you are. And Jason, which, your impression of your dog. Yeah. I have to say. You don't even have a dog, do you? Well, I had, but they're, had they're grand. But I had yeah. many dogs and they all dogs. have the same but personality. But it's true, isn't it? They just see the our best side. <laughs> yeah. They just see our best side. And how do you, I, and that's just, again, I just want to bring in about the, kind of the experience of, you know, when we're talking about mental health and we're talking about people who may need a little bit of support around that. Yeah. I think that's what therapy d- does though, doesn't it? Like mm. it kind of, it, it our therapist is just accepting us and seeing us as we are and accept, you know, and, and often sees the best of who we are. And in that condition, we can start accepting ourselves the way we are. Yeah, and I, then we start growing. Yeah, and from therapy, I've learned that is uh, actually, you're all right. Look, yeah. you're okay. You're, 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 you're not that bad a dude. Exactly. Go on, go on back out there now. And, and a few flaws, that's n- fine. Yeah, not everything is your fault. And, uh, you know, it's not bad every day. Yeah. And when we can accept ourselves and start fighting with ourselves and whipping ourselves, we, we actually automatically begin to have access to the happiness that we have that we're born with. And listen to how different we're talking already I know. after talking to Andy for two for uh, 30 minutes. I know. Do you know what I mean? And look, I, I can see you smiling <laughs> over there. I'm smiling <laughs> over here. He literally is like such a good guru. I know. And so get his book Shine. Get his book Shine. I mean, you can get his book Sky Dogs for the kids as well. He has that. And he has loads of other books and, you know, he also does all the, the keynote speaking and the, I mean, just try and find him. Try yeah. and find that man. So thank you. Thank you, uh, Andy Cope. I think this episode we're going to have to call Shine. Well, Maybe. that's a great idea. Shine or or the art of being brilliant. Or thank, very... How about thank you, the doctor of happiness. Thank you, the doctor of happiness. <laughs> we'll we'll figure this. it out. We'll figure it out we'll anyway. But that was, a, that was a great ending. Yeah. Middle and start. <sighs> All right. Okay. Let's go and get some spaghetti or something. Okay, let's do it. Okay, thanks. everybody. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for Jason. listening to Mind Your Loaves. And mind your loaves, everybody. Yeah, mind, mind your yourselves. Loaves. And don't forget, you're going to have to spend a lot of time with yourself now. So shine. Shine. Turn to me provides professional mental health support. Ah, uh, Jason, lo- oh. do your, uh, you know, your ad voice. Oh yeah, I'll do the yeah, ad. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll do a proper ad okay. thing. Okay, ready? Yeah. As a registered charity, Turn to Me provides professional mental health support online for anyone in Ireland going through a tough time. From one-to-one counselling to group and peer support, Turn to Me is accessible from any device anywhere in Ireland. If you would like to support Turn to Me, you can donate four euros by texting Turn to Me to 50300. Text costs four euros. Turn to Me will receive a minimum of three euros sixty. Service provider like charity. Helpline 077. 6, 6, 8, 0, 5, 2, 7, 8. Is that you?
Yeah, that was actually me. There you go. You've been listening to Jason Byrne and Mar, and this is Mind Your Loaf. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe too. And don't forget, if you or someone you know is going through a tough time, there is professional mental health support online from counselling to support groups, all available for free for anyone in Ireland on turntome.ie. Mind your loafs. And mind yourselves. Ah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.